e-learning brunch, your podcast for digitalization and learning. Hi, and welcome to our first episode of e-learning brunch. Uh, I'm your host, Kenneth Littlepage, and um, yes, today is going to be the inaugural episode of uh, e-learning brunch. And if you've listened to our uh, intros of e-learning brunch, then one of the questions that I had posed for you or one of the questions I was going to answer is how did we come up with e-learning brunch? Well, um, this show is sponsored by IMCAG, which is um, one of the leading e-learning providers, um, full spectrum providers, that is. And uh, when we were going through the idea of, you know, what can we come up with a name and what fits everything, then... Um, I came up with the topic of uh, brunch simply because for me, brunch uh, is a meal or a dinner, whatever, lunch, a combination of everything from breakfast to lunch to dinner if you extend it long enough. So um, I thought that was a, a really good representation of uh, what also IMC offers as a full service provider. Um, in that we offer everything from the beginning of e-learning through our LMS all the way through content uh, providing and um, also um, change management. So um, we offer the whole spectrum of e-learning. Um, so for my first uh, episode, um, I invited a really, really, really cool speaker, really cool guest, um, and that would be uh, Olaf Enke from uh, Incarnatoons. So uh, we'll get into that uh, later, especially the spelling. So Olaf, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hey, Kenny. How are okay. you? Okay. Huh? So far, so nervous. Just about as nervous as you are. Since this is our first podcast, um, I'm a little bit nervous and uh, hopefully you are too. So it'll be a really interesting podcast. <laughs> no, I'm professional, Kenny. I'm sorry. I'm not nervous. Not, not a bit. <laughs> okay. Then you just, you just put me out there. Okay. So I'm the, I'm the nervous one. You're the professional yes, one. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So um, Olaf, you're, like I said, you're from uh, Incarnatoons and a little back history on that. Um, Olaf has worked, um, I've worked together with Olaf on uh, a project while I was at IMC. Um, I worked in the content uh, department and uh, Olaf provided uh, illustrations and was a third party provider for illustrations uh, on a rather big project. I don't know, can we name the names? Uh, we'll leave the names out for right now. But um, it was a very interesting project and that's how I uh, was introduced to Olaf. So Olaf, if you could tell a little bit about yourself and about um, Incarnatoons. Yes, uh, I, uh, gladly do I do. So I'm Olaf Enke and I have, together with my girlfriend, Claudia Romero, we founded a company called Inspicable Name Incarnatoons. And we have two more employees or three co-workers, let's call it like this. And we sit together in, in a small studio in Berlin. And EMC mm -hmm. uh, is one of our good customers and we work together often and i'm happy about this and we uh, <coughs> well <coughs> sorry we provide ha, who's nervous now <laughs> okay <laughs> we, we we provide uh, animation and illustration and sometimes something in between just depends on the project and we do the design mostly sometimes not 
this, this design is given and uh, we try to develop something for the that fits perfect to the needs of the customer and uh, so we we are we come more from an artistic we have all an artistic background uh, and we try to provide high quality and not being the cheapest but uh, then the quality is what matters and that's why they call you again okay great so let's go into um into the subject a little bit uh, uh, more in depth. So uh, the topic animation. So uh, can you explain for those people that don't listen to the podcast or haven't uh, been introduced to the topic of e-learning? And this is just one of the components of e-learning and that's um, animation and illustration. Can you explain again the difference between uh, illustration and animation? Yes, uh, illustration is a, a static, static picture, nothing moves. And if it moves, it's animated. Uh, uh, and um, of course, you can move it just without soul. And then it's uh, well, just uh, like a screen design, moving parts or something. And, and you can do character animation. Eh? That, uh, that uh, the, the, the cartoon character comes alive and got a little bit personality. Okay. And uh, you just mentioned uh, something that we, we talked on this before we got onto the podcast. Uh, we had a couple uh, conversations and um, we had two really funny things and this won't really translate into uh, German. The first one was when, um, when I looked at your uh, uh, link, uh, you have on your website, I believe it says uh, animation, uh, anim animator or uh, uh, what is the correct uh, term? Animator and uh, in, in German it's uh, animator, uh, mm -hmm. and but unfortunately in German there's also another word that's called animateur, and an animateur is a guy who's uh, in, in some uh, holiday clubs and trying to uh, to entertain people and to get the lazy people from the pool to play some water ball or whatever. So and unfortunately same. Um, nearly the same name and we often get mixed up with that so okay okay so hopefully those those people that are bilingual or speak german and english fairly well uh we'll we'll get that little little joke there but um the second part um that you spoke about when you make animations and illustrations i hope most everybody understood the difference there was that you said um uh you uh put a breath of life in into into your drawings and that you do that from a professional level so um and that was the other part that we talked about is um when you opened your company and you made the name of your company it was incarnatoons and uh just <laughs> give me your thoughts on that how you came up with that yes it's, uh, it's a mix mixture between a uh, big mixture from uh, incarnation uh, mm -hmm. and Cartoons, so we made Incarna Toons. That's uh, putting the soul in a lifeless drawing, and then it, it comes awake, and you are God, and you made an incarnation, gave it to the soul. So, but uh, unfortunately, the name is very hard to spell, and often the people write it wrong. And so, I'm really not so much a fan of this name anymore because it started some troubles. <laughs> with but, but, it, but, it's, but we can say it's really unique. Yes, that's it. Right. So <laughs> once you've once you've understood it and heard it, then it has a certain uh, um, branding well, remembrance factor, right? Yeah, yeah that's true. Hmm. Okay. So um, 
like I said, we've worked on a project together um, in which we created content um, for a customer. So um, that was the next direction that I wanted to see is, since this is a podcast about e-learning, um, we wanted to talk about how e-learning is placed within, um, no, sorry, backwards. <laughs> mm -hmm. How basically animation and illustration uh, is perceived in the topic of e-learning. So how is it perceived by the learner? Um, could you give us a little insight on that? Um, well, the, the learner, well, actually I'm not a, the learner, I do it and I hope the learner appreciates some drawings to, to keep it uh, not boring, to keep it uh, clearly, uh, a clear stage character gives you an expression of the feeling you have to something like oh that was wrong you have to try it again then the, the character looks a little bit disappointed or well that was uh, perfect and two thumbs up or something like this and so in one with one uh, few you can put it on, on on one point so that uh, you don't have to read any uh, text or so so it's that's okay. the main point. So how how does the um, what what how does uh, how should I say how does illustration and animation transport transport knowledge or learning differently than uh, simple text or um, possibly real life pictures? Where's where's the difference there uh, <clears throat> between uh, just uh, lyrics, just words, and without drawing they. A little bit boring maybe for some people so uh, you need some entertainment in between and uh, to put it on one point to make it clear and uh, and between live action <clears throat> well we can be more abstract if, if you if you choose a, a actor to to provide something maybe he, he has long hair or short hair or no hair or whatever and then the, the um, so the, the target or somebody in the target audience might not like him or whatever because it's it's a real human person so and, and if, if it's an if it's an, a drawing a drawn character he has personality but it's uh, more abstract so uh, it's it's just just the personality you need he doesn't okay. transport anything else what you don't need for the purpose you have uh, put it here in, in the in the context. Okay, so it it removes it gives a little bit of uh, it gives a learner um, a little bit of distance uh, to the to yes. the material, and it makes it distance and make it clear and uh, to of the point bring and and we say it in, in German uh, how you do on that? point on point yeah <laughs> okay, so. okay 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 so um, then. The other, the other thing that I was that I was throwing that I was always throwing around in my head was, um, is are there classic misconceptions between um, the idea of animation versus cartoons? I'm a cartoon fan, but um, I'm an American, so I kind of grew up with uh, cartoons every Saturday morning in mm -hmm. TV, and then um, comic books and all that. You know, is kind of ingrained in in mm -hmm. um, at least the american childhood in the german childhood i guess it would be too with uh i guess you have magazines like oops and I, um i, I had uh, the same childhood like you i can promise you uh, <laughs> I, I, I was a comic book collector when i was a kid and i'm still collecting them so uh, okay. uh, i i dig cartoons but animation doesn't mean that you have 
animate a cartoon character. You can also animate just a, a stone or a, a serious look, serious drawn person. You can also animate them, mm-hmm. and but this, it's always a little bit more complex to animate a, a, a real so, uh, real life drawn uh, person. The cartoons are look that way because it's more easy to animate them because they have just two big eyes and, and then you can recognize them. That's always a, 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 bit, a bit difficult to, uh, especially in Germany, to to make it not too cartoony, too funny, too unserious. It has mm-hmm. to be, uh, it depends on the customer. Some have humor, some have a um, conservative uh, target audience and you can't come up with a cartoon character. So we we always have to know uh, who we are dealing with and who is the target target audience. So. Mm-hmm. Now, um, it, since this podcast is to you know uh, inform people about things and and give them a little bit more knowledge, so how would I? What would be your best professional answer if I had to explain the difference between animation and cartoon? What would let me look good if I had like a if there was a quiz question or okay. uh, if I'm sitting in a group of people and I just want to look like the smartest guy in the room and I'm like, you know, hey, animations is this and cartoons is this. What what would your answer be on that? Animation is a technique uh, to um, bring life into dead uh drawings or uh, props yeah mm-hmm. you can also animate an, a, a beer bottle and just move it uh, on the table and take little pictures and then you uh if you see it as a film it's, it moves around so you have animated the bottle and uh, cartoon is the way you draw something that looks cartoony that looks funny so big nose big eyes or something like this okay so and ca- of course, of course, you can animate cartoons. Mostly, the uh, most animation you see uh, is cartoon animation. Okay, so um, in in our pre-talk, you also mentioned a topic which you just also uh, referred to a, a couple of seconds ago. Um, I, I forget how we uh, in German we had said uh, the difference between e and u. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, now, but I, I forget what we said. The uh, uh, I guess the the is uh, was that the difference between education versus nee, uh, nee, not, or? E is uh, in German. You have E music and U music. E mm-hmm. means uh, serious, like mm-hmm. Bach or Beethoven, and mm-hmm. U music is uh, Unterhaltungsmusik. That's uh, like. Uh, like entertainment entertainment yeah it's it's okay. it's not serious it's not art it's just entertaining and uh, in germany in, 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 in uh, we we divide between this art is not supposed to be funny it's then it's not serious and it's u you know mm-hmm. unterhaltung or mm-hmm. you have im e ernsthaft yeah and uh, mm-hmm. that's um in not the way it is in america in america uh, they don't divide between this. So you have popular art forms like jazz or blues or rock and roll or whatever that uh, are not as uh, stupid as, 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 as the entertainment of, often you see in, in Germany. Yeah, because we have okay. uh, and in, in, in America, both comes together and we can learn a lot about this uh, from from the Americans by keeping everything entertaining. And uh, that doesn't mean that it's not serious, but mm-hmm. keep it entertaining. 
So that's that's my uh, device. It's always is what's the most entertaining way to to present something. So, so in in the terms of e-learning, then basically one, uh, if I understand correctly. Um, one of the advantages then of animation and especially uh, the animation of cartoons or cartoon-like figures is that you have for one, a, a separation from uh, a, a separate viewpoint. So a little bit at a distance, but at the same time, you have a very um, entertaining method by which you can transport the information you want to transport through animations and cartoons. Um, is that pretty much sum it up? Yes, Correct. perfect. <laughs> Good. Okay. Yeah. And and how and you see and this is for you here this is still a challenge that there's still a lot of separation between the two that there's not such a um, that is animation and cartoons are they still viewed as as being, you know, uh, not able to transport even serious like let's say in in the example of of uh, that we have now we have our pandemic of uh, COVID um, and here, I would see, you know, also, once again, a perfect uh, um, place for using uh, animation in order to transfer information at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, I wouldn't uh, put this uh, germ, germ, it's called germ, uh, corona germ, I wouldn't put virus, him, uh, virus. virus, I wouldn't... Um wouldn't do him as a cartoon character. That would not fit, you know? That's a serious topic, so this has to be... Uh, the design has to be serious. Uh, okay. So it depends always on the on the message or the project you have, how, okay. how cartoony you get and how serious. Okay, so, sounds good. Hmm. All right, so you gave me a, a couple of insights on, on um, where we actually stand now and the difference between cartoons and animation and where it's placed in e-learning. Um, the next question I would have is, uh, where do you see the future um, in animation and cartoons? Um, animation and cartoons, that, you mean, uh, not animation cartoons, you mean animation cartoons in e-learning? Huh? In e-learning, yes, in correct. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I didn't find the, the, the question good enough. Um, yeah, that's exactly um, the two things that kind of um, bounced around in my head was um, uh, virtual reality uh, was mm -hmm. one of the things I, uh, that I thought of. And another thing that I've been seeing is um, a lot of the, um, well, what popular uh, animated movies by uh, Disney have been recreated to generate more realism. So mm -hmm. um where do you, uh, or maybe you have your own ideas on this topic, but those are the two things that I was thinking of when I when I said, you know, where is the future of animation and cartoons mm -hmm. in e-learning? How do you how do you see it? Yeah, the, uh, not the future, but the what, the gegenwart, what we have right now, What's uh, the, the current reality or, or uh, yeah, present. Yeah. The present, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, is is that um, it? Um, it's it's uh, animation can be used as, as a little um, um, belono mm. a reward a reward if if you have read something and then a little movie starts and ah you 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 made it to to the next chapter and then a little movie starts and so you have to to uh, and and maybe the animation sums it up a little bit. And that that's the present, I think. And uh, then we have uh, it, it, on the screen very often people look without um, 
noise have to look at work or in, in the subway or wherever without uh, sound so um, animation can make it clear without uh, sound it can bring mm -hmm. a picture to everything so okay. that's the present no, nothing new of the future you asked me well i think i think that um maybe it should be done uh, like it's, it's more viral so let's take a big company who has uh, many um Uh, many many employees and and then that you give little animations to them that they can share to each other have you seen this this is cool and uh, you you have uh, you have to try this i sent you this little movie and it's entertaining maybe and so so the uh, mostly the, the target audience doesn't obey too much to a big boss who's telling you what to do or not to do, but if mm -hmm. a friend of you sends you a link to something, oh, that's interesting, yeah, thank you. You know, uh, so maybe that would be uh, a goal to, to, to keep it as entertaining that people are sending it by free will to each other. That would be okay. uh, great. So In, inside think, of a company. I think you picked example. up on something that, that we often try to do even at this point, and that's to um, to, share learning or to make the learning experience one in which you don't perceive it as being a learning experience yes exactly huh? trying to uh, uh so you know and that's where i guess the entertainment factor comes in uh if you're if you're entertained by something then uh you somehow you you register it more as entertainment than as um a, a learning thing that you have to go through and so, mm -hmm, forth and so on. Mm -hmm. okay interesting Okay, that sounds. Then, um, well, we'll see. But we'll see not, if you're. But I'm yes. not sure what the future will bring. I, I, you have many smart uh, guys at EMC. Maybe they come up with a better idea. <laughs> well, no, but uh, could be, could be. But um, this is this is just a question for you. So, I mean, this is where mm -hmm. you see it, and I mean, you deal with um, you're our expert, so to say, in the in that field. Um, so this was an expert opinion from you. So. Mm -hmm. um, And who knows if if it goes correct, then you would probably be uh, one of the first people <laughs> on that part. So uh, that's a win-win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So um, now we're we're heading towards the end of our our podcast. So um, now we have to make the like I said the classic cut, and the classic cut was um, what I had addressed. We called it e-learning brunch. Um, so. The idea was that it covers pretty much everything full spectrum from breakfast through lunch through dinner, same way as, as uh, we provide, you know, everything in the topic of e-learning. Um, also from, you know, future podcasts and what we'll be sharing with you. But one part is that we also talk about food. What? So. <laughs> food? What? What's cooking? Man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actually, it has nothing to do with with a, with a podcast aside from the name, but um, food is always a subject that I like to talk about. So, first question to you is: Can you cook? Uh, yes, I try. Uh, you know, <laughs> I have two kids, and they're uh -huh. both very picky. I don't like this, and I don't like that. My my girlfriend and the mother of my kids, is, she is. Um, She's also picky and she was vegetarian and she was like this and that. And <laughs> so I, I cook, I have to cook three meals. Remember, this is being recorded, so don't yeah. say anything you don't want anybody to hear. So. <laughs> no, everybody should know this. Okay. So you cook some kind of three meals and mm -hmm. not a fourth for me. I, and then at the end, 
I eat all the leftovers. So that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's what that's my job. And um, you know, we, my 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 company, our studio is next to our apartment. We have two mm -hmm. uh, apartments. One one big for the company, and there's another one where we live. So you have so, a very short commute to work. Yes, and uh, if I, I I can do cooking during work, I just switch the apartments uh, and uh, do some cooking and or mostly eat all the leftovers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but then that brings me uh, to the second question. Since you said I, you can cook, I, I for one, um, uh, I would say I defer all the real cooking to my wife. Um, I dabble in cooking, so to say. Uh, I like to eat the food, um, <laughs> and my specialty is, if at all, brunch because I like to, I like to uh, do the breakfast, lunch type thing. So, um, so you're eating the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just. Once, if you want to call it, because it's not <laughs> yeah. once. And just one meal each day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Takes nine hours. <laughs> okay. So in any case, but uh, the, the other question that I always will ask my guests is um, uh, a recipe. So uh, best home office recipe. So if you, and for you, this actually fits because you said you, your commute is like, two steps out one door in the other. So yeah. um, this is actually a really good question for you because it actually exemplifies that. So what is what would you say if you had to make something uh, like your go-to recipe, what would be your best home office go-to recipe? Fish fingers. Fish fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. You caught me so off guard with that answer that I actually don't know what the English word is. I have to think. I think it's fish sticks. Okay. So uh, yeah. fish, <laughs> fish scapion. So, okay. <laughs> okay. So you got it wrong in German and in English, right? But, but don't take the cheap ones. So <laughs> they're too fishy. Okay. okay. So you take the brand uh, um, uh, fish sticks and that's your go-to recipe. Yes. <laughs> okay. Do you, then do you serve that? Uh, okay. Then we'll have to expand on that. Do you do it the classic way? Do you serve it with um, uh, spinach? And uh, uh, sometimes you serve with spinach and an, and a and a, a fried egg. Is that correct, or is that not the correct? No, I, I, uh, normally rice, but but my family doesn't like rice, so I, I have to do potatoes or something like this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the next day, I, I take the fish sticks on my bread, so that are the leftovers. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I think for most of our for most of our listeners, I won't have to put that um, that recipe in the link. I think everybody <laughs> can figure that one out for themselves. Um, so the go-to recipe is take your favorite fish sticks and enjoy them with either potatoes or my and, suggestion was spinach. And don't take the cheap ones. <laughs> <laughs> and don't take the cheap ones exactly. Those with a right. captain on it. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> okay, so. Um, we're pretty much at the end of the podcast, but um, we do have uh, a couple outgoing questions. So first of all, thank you, Olaf, for participating in this, my first podcast. And hopefully uh, it was a fun experience for you. It was for me. And it was a learning experience because now if somebody asks me the difference between animation and cartoon, I can at least uh, give them a really, really good answer. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm able to place um, animations and cartoons within the e-learning realm, so to say. So um, with a party question, um, uh, to you then would be, uh, 
Well, no, I have a, I have a parting question, but I think that would be too much. That that wouldn't really be a parting question. So, um, uh, wow. Now I'm now I'm stuck between asking a, a parting question and just saying thank you. So the thank parting you. question would be. Um, Here, I'll, I'll put it out there. Um, what what are three things that you would recommend to companies looking to integrate animation uh, into their learning environment, uh, into their learning content? Um, are there those? That's the final one. Um, you can answer that quickly by saying, "Call me." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or contact me, and I'll give you all the information. Or if you have three, three like important okay. things that you would you would okay. uh, recommend for companies out there looking to integrate animation into their learning content. First is Kiss. That's keep it simple. And uh, well, wait a minute, you forgot one S. Mm -hmm. What Kiss? Keep it simple, sweetie. Okay. <laughs> ah, okay. That's 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 the second S. Okay, I I have a different S in it. Okay. Some some say keep it simple, stupid, but <laughs> I say sweetie. So <laughs> keep it simple, make it not too complicated. Okay. Keep it charming, mm -hmm. and keep it in the budget and timeline. Okay. So, uh, that's for me, and that's also for the customer, not not EMC, but uh, that he has to. To, to with his all his wishes to keep it in the budget. Okay, so those are the three things that uh, the customers should pay attention to. Yes, <laughs> fantastic. Okay, so Olaf, then thank you very very much for this interview. You thank you, Kenny. Uh, the first person to also receive our um, cooking apron. Um, so I'll be sending you an apron. You can show that off to your kids mm -hmm. um, and to your wife when you're cooking. Thank um, you. It'll say e-learning brunch on it. So uh, mm -hmm. you'll then be a real, real professional in the kitchen. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> and um, the final parting question to you is, um, I always also ask uh, my guests uh, in this show and future shows uh, if they can recommend a subject or an individual that I should um, interview uh, or call on to the show as the next guest. So uh, what do you have for me there? Well, I would suggest uh, Joachim Kreuzer. He, mm -hmm. uh, we, we worked very often with him together for EMC and he's doing the live action part and we do the animation. And uh, so he has become a friend of mine and he's also very entertaining. I like him a lot. <laughs> okay. I so, don't know how his English skills are, but it should be better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Yours are perfect. Yours are perfect. Look, you know Kiss, and you know how to, uh, you know, the, well, the the anonym of of Kiss, and you know how to the, to work with abbreviations. So I thought that was perfect. So uh, for me, you get a, you get an A plus for today. Thank you. <laughs> you too. <laughs> okay, so. Um, Thanks again, Olaf, for participating. And uh, for all you listeners out there, if you like the podcast, smash the like button. And if you have any comments, then please let me know. Um, I'll also provide a link to Olaf um, in case you want to have any more, uh, if you have detailed questions or more detailed questions that we didn't cover in the podcast, um, then you can link up with Olaf and ask him anything um, on the topic of animation. Um, And uh, uh, not to forget, of course, not only asking him, he's not a dictionary, so he's actually a service <laughs> provider. So uh, just don't call him and ask him, hey, what's this and this? And, you know, oh, use the next quiz. EMC workers are welcome to call me always. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, um, yeah, so I'll list the link so people get in contact with you um, if they have questions or if they want to, like I said, integrate uh, uh, animation or cartoons in 
any spectrum of their business, um, not only e-learning, but uh, uh, wherever they want to. Um, And uh, yeah, so uh, smash the like button, leave your comments, and uh, everything can be found under the hashtag of uh, hashtag e-learning brunch. Our next uh, podcast will be on the 14th of July. And my parting statement is be part of the e-learning revolution and empower yourself with knowledge. So listen to e-learning brunch. Thanks. And I'm out of here. Bye. Bye.